0: Hello, everybody. It's Thursday night live. We're so blessed to be here. I love when it's Thursday because I can get out of work and I think, oh, I'm just going to be able to sit down and connect. And my husband and I get to cuddle. And I don't know about you, but human touch just means a lot. Anyway, I hope you all had a great week. You always know how to reach us. If any of you need prayer or something's going on, please don't hesitate to send us um, kind of a note or let us know what God's been doing in your life or even if you not sure what you think about God but you, you trust us enough, give us a buzz or try to reach out to us and we'll get back to you. Anyway, let's open in a word of prayer and I'm just so glad that um I don't know. Anybody else have a crazy day today? Oh my word. I'm just like I'm like my insides are like anyway, it's like I'm looking for I don't know what I'm looking for. But anyway, let's pray. Father we thank you so much for your love for us. Thank you that your teachings about planting Lord and how last week just learning about the pruning and the cultivating and um, Lord and now how we're going to be learning about grafting, Lord we just we're just so thankful that you have made us a part of your family mm-hmm. Lord mm-hmm. that all we have to do is take a step of faith and we become a child of God Lord we are given that identity, but we don't understand it until we step out in faith and begin to see your love for us and walk in it and then we respond to it. So, Lord, speak to us tonight and um, have your way during this sweet time. Mm-hmm. Lord, you know where we're all at. You know who needs a special touch. I just pray right now, Lord, that you would feel courage and strength to those that are weary and afraid. And, Lord, for those that just don't think they can persevere and it just seems unbearable, Lord, that you would take their focus back of the situation off and onto you and that you would encourage them this night. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.
1: Mm-hmm. No.
0: Okay, Pastor, what do we have?
1: Well, before we get started, I wanted to mention something. Um, I We opened up a Facebook page, uh, Singing Waters Facebook page, and what that does is it gives you more potential of being able to reach even more people to be able to watch uh, this thing. This thing has really grown a lot since we first started, mm-hmm. and uh, we've had numerous people from all over the place tap into it, but it's kind of restricted by our friends and the church people, uh, church group, uh, but this time we are forming a Facebook page, which is a Singing Waters page, and if you were to go on there and like and subscribe, I think, I, I don't know what it's called, but if you liked it, then what it does is it automatically notifies you every time we put this thing on, um, and what that does is it gives us more potential to be able to reach more people, so if you can do that for us, that would be awesome. Right now, I'm just running it through our our personal page, um, because that allows us to get more uh, people out there to see this, uh, but anyways, I just wanted to throw that out there, but I wanted to share, I'm just going to kind of give you a rehash of just what I've been ta- what we've been talking about for the last few weeks. Um, the title is Planting God's Garden. Um, and so the subtitle is Intentional Diversity. And it's something that I think that we've been, you know, kind of dealing with uh, here, especially in this country, mm-hmm. but in this community and uh, and in our church, uh, trying to look at all the diversity that we have mm-hmm. and how, it's, how it all represents pieces, different parts of God mm-hmm. and trying to get a bigger picture and a better picture of God and the image of God. And so, um, so I talked about the different types of gardens. You know, we're not planting a farm, we're planting a garden. Mm-hmm. And a garden has variety, yeah. you know? So, and that's a beautiful thing, because there are different types of gardens. You know, the rose gardens that are just aromatic. You've got the spice gardens where you're growing different spices to enhance your food. Uh, you have, I mean, you can name it, it's out there, right? And so, um, and so one of the scriptures that I shared was, uh, in Genesis, God says, Let us make human beings in our image to be like ourselves. And, um, and from that, from that one person, Adam, you know, have come all these different ethnicities. Mm-hmm. We're all one, we're all humans, but we come from different ethnic backgrounds. Mm-hmm. There are over 5,000 ethnic backgrounds, uh, groups in this world. And over six thousand nine hundred languages, so you can imagine how diverse we are as people. Mm-hmm. And so, the Bible, if you go through it, is all a story about gardens. It talks a lot about different things. And in the um, in the end story in Book of Revelation, it talks about this one tree, the tree of life. Mm-hmm. And in that tree, it has a variety of different fruits that are born every month. And then it says the leaves are for a healing of the nations. And I just find it very interesting that 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 tree would bring healing to the nations, and the word nations is ethnos, which is ethnic groups. So somehow that tree is going to heal all the ethnic groups. And I think and I believe that that that's a part of what we're supposed to do, Mm -hmm. you know, as people, is to be a part of that healing process of bringing people and cultures together and trying to understand who we are and why Mm -hmm. we're so different and celebrate that. And so, you know, we looked at that. And so we, uh, my wife shared about preparing the soil and just getting your heart, you know, just uh, ready for Mm -hmm. the planting. And she was talking a little bit about, you know, sometimes you have a rock there. You have to take the rock out or you have to deal mm -hmm, a hard spot. And so she was talking about that. She's talking about, we talked about, you know, bugs and disease and all kinds of things that can actually affect the plant. And so there was a lot of preparation. And then after that, I spoke about companion planting, how it's important to plant different plants together because certain plants will draw away bugs from this one that you're trying to grow. Mm-hmm. And so you get this plant to, um, to move things around. I was just talking to a friend of ours today, and she said that if you get a milkweed, uh, what that'll do is that'll draw and attract all the caterpillars, so to keep them away from this other plant, but they'll go to that one because that's the one that they're going to want to eat from and that's where they're going to form their cocoon so i thought wow that's very interesting mm-hmm. again companion planting god has created us as a garden to work together to be together so we mm-hmm. can help one another we strengthen each other that way and so um and then i shared after that we shared after that uh, the pruning of the vine uh that was last week and how god has uh he prunes us back you know uh he he cuts away the things that don't belong to us, the things that Which are diseased. It never
0: feels good. It
1: mm-hmm. never feels good. It never looks good either. After you prune <laughs> back a plant, it just doesn't look great. But um, some you have different reasons for pruning it back. It's If it's disease or if it's lying along the ground, especially a vine, you have to lift it up. And so that word pruning back or take away means to lift up. And so you have to lift it up and you clean it and, and so God is the vine dresser, he is so involved and engaged in every single limb, every single branch, and he wants to make sure that everything is growing as it should be. And so I talked a little bit about that. And so so sometimes the pruning doesn't feel good, but it, the purpose is so that we would bear more fruit. And I think that's ultimately what God wants from us. And well, so- also
0: I think it's not just, it's the fruit. when When the connection is strong, and when the nutrients are getting through the line, you're going to enjoy the fruit mm-hmm. and people are going to enjoy it. People are going to partake of it and the communities and the families that we live in, when we're blossoming the way we should, everyone enjoys it. But it also feels good. You know, as a nurse practitioner, it's like, when you're not connected, when you're not growing the way you should be growing, when you're not taking care of yourself, you, you just don't feel good. You feel sluggish, you feel rundown. And so it's kind of interesting how, When God's talking about the nutrients and how important it is how we grow the garden, Mm -hmm. it's very similar to how we grow good health in our lives. So um, it's it's never good when there's a block or a disconnect or whether you're not planted right or you're not connecting right. So I love the analogy. I'm learning so much about this gardening series from Mm -hmm. you because it just pertains to how connected we are with the Lord. That's right and that's how we're gonna have that fruit whereas if we have things that are in the way or we're not open and receptive we just don't get to blossom like we should and be as our lives can't be as fragrant as they were meant to be
1: that's true you know like um, I shared last week if you bite he said Jesus says if you abide in me you will bear much fruit and so you we need to be connected yes you know at all times and um, and so which go which is going to lead to today's message um, Today's message is one that speaks of planting um, there are we plant gardens for many reasons but one of the things we do is that we prune away but there are other times that you actually do the op- very opposite you don't cut away but you actually add to mm-hmm. and what that's that term is called grafting and so what you may do is you may have a plant growing and um, and then all of a sudden you find another plant that you want to add to that plant like a vine. Um, a lot of uh, those, a lot of people that grow grapevines out there for mm-hmm. uh, for having wine and what have you, they have different types of vines. And what they will do is they will f- look at the soil, and they'll recognize that the soil, this soil is better for this other type of vine. And so instead of pulling the the original uh, uh, root stock out of the ground. And putting starting over, and it's going to take five to seven to ten years for it to finally start to blossom and, and bear the grapes for, used for wine. Uh, they can actually use the rootstock that's already in there. They cut off the top, and then they go ahead and start planting buds or, or stems from the the plant that they want to put in. And it's very interesting. I was I started reading this on the internet and just started looking at how they the process of grafting, and um, it took me to a scripture. Uh, Romans eleven sixteen and 17, it says, Since Abraham and the patriarchs are consecrated and set apart for God, so also will their descendants be set apart. If the roots of a tree are holy and set apart for God, so too will be the branches. However, some of the branches have been pruned away. And you, who were once nothing more than a wild olive branch in a des- desert, God has grafted in. So there's that word. Yeah, we were wild in the desert. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And inserting you among the remaining branches as a joint partner to share in the wonderful richness of the cultivated oil stem. So we were like that wild plant out there that Mm -hmm. was growing on its own, Mm -hmm. uh, didn't have someone to tend to it, and it was just kind of making it however it could. And then all of a sudden, the vine dresser, God, gets that, And he he cuts you away from the things of this world and the wildness of what's out there. And he says, I have this incredible rootstock here that's going to give you life. And I'm going to connect you you to that. And so he comes and he he slices into the rootstock or into the stem or the the trunk. And he cuts into it. And from there he notches it very carefully because there's a whole process I was reading about of how you do it. You can't cut too deep because then you'll kill the plant. And so you cut just deep enough so this one can actually attach itself to that. And there's this process they call T something where they cut a T in it and then they kinda of pull peel away some of the bark and then they insert this this limb right into it. And they cut it exactly the same as they as they notched it. So it fits in perfectly and the T kind of folds up and then they tape it. And then they tape it. And then what happens is at the very bottom of this trunk, they actually slice it mm-hmm. a couple times because they don't want too much water to come up and push, or sap, to come up and push that butt out. So they, they cut it at the bottom. It kind of reminded me of what Jesus went through. Hmm. You know, it's almost like, you know, he was damaged or hurt and wounded, you know, for his, for uh, his wounds, um, you know, that For our healing and
0: for our transgressions. Exactly. He's exactly.
1: He's exactly. He's and so that kind of reminded me of that scripture, you know, and so it's like, so that, that took the first shot. And then at that point, it gave this bud or this little limb an opportunity to attach itself to the main plant. And it takes anywhere between three and seven days when it starts to callus together. Mm-hmm. And then within two or three weeks, actually, you start to see a new life, new buds coming out, new new leaves coming out of that new shoot. And, um, and now it's connected to the main, root it's connected to the main stem and so i just you know mentally i was just getting this beautiful picture and it took me to uh john 15 which i shared last week but the next passage he says i am the vine and you are the branches those who remain in me and i in them will bear much fruit for you can do nothing without me so the things that we want to do of course we want to be good people of course we want to do great things for people and bless this world and so but to be a true blessing and to being able to bless people at them at their maximum capacity, we need to be connected to that rootstock. We need to I don't to think be connected our, to our, Jesus. If we're not
0: grounded in the way we care for ourselves, grounded mm-hmm. in how we feel our emotions, grounded with with uh, I mean you, you see that in so in so many ways. Being grounded, being holistic just brings um, a greater harvest, a greater Mm -hmm. uh, abundance in your life, a greater peace. Mm -hmm. You know, I think of these little rinky-dink stores, you know, how they would be like, be bought out by someone bigger and they got grafted into kind of a bigger chain, and then they would just seem to thrive, Mm -hmm. you know. And -hmm. then there'd be those that say, oh, but you know what, we feel bad for the little guy. It's like, I think what's so cool about God when he grafts us in, is our individuality is never lost. Right. He grafts us in because we were fearfully and uniquely made, but he wants us to connect to the vine, to the real source of love, affirmation, understanding, power, you know, and a sound mind. I think especially in today's world, it's so hard to have a sound mind because there's so many things that come against it. But it's when you're connected and you have the nutrients flowing, when you know your redeemer, when you know you've been at bought with a price you are loved you have eternal goals and purposes laid out for you Mm -hmm. it gives you great purpose to stay connected
1: that's right you know and and there's a um part of that scripture that i read earlier in romans it says um, i'm gonna read it again inserting you among the remaining branches Mm. and so you know he didn't just turn away from the jewish uh people but he allowed them the opportunity to continue to believe and believe in Jesus as Messiah. But Mm -hmm. those that chose not to, they went their own separate way. But then, you know, Paul and other uh, disciples, they went out into the world and said, hey, guess what, Gentiles, Mm -hmm. you too can become a follower of God, of the Lord, you know, and, and it's through Jesus Christ, his son. Mm-hmm. And so that all of a sudden opened the doors, you know, floodgates for the whole world to believe in the Messiah, to believe that they can be forgiven, to believe that they have eternal life. And so that's something that was kind of new. And so, and, and all this, uh, who, can, who can be a part of that bud or part of that stem? Who, whoever believes, mm-hmm. you know, God so loved the world that wow. that he sent his son. You know, and and so whoever believes in that, you know, will have will be forgiven. You have eternal life. All those things, all those promises that are in the scriptures, are for you and for me. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the beautiful part. And so, and with that, once he joins us, we become a joint partner. Mm -hmm. Okay, we become a joint. Receive the inheritance. yes. Yes. Yes, and so we are part now of that rootstock, and to share in the wonderful richness of the cultivated olive stem. And there's a scripture that, um, that I'm kind of going to close with, but we'll, I'll still share a couple things with this. But it says in Ephesians chapter 3, verse 3 and through 6, it says, As I briefly wrote earlier, God himself revealed his mysterious plan to me. As you read what I have written, you will understand my insight into this plan regarding Christ. God did not reveal it to previous generations, but now by his Spirit, he has revealed it to his holy apostles and prophets. And this is God's plan. Now he's saying like... Here, this is the bottom line. Both Gentiles and Jews who believe the good news share equally in the riches inherited by God's children. We talked about the inheritance. Both are part of the same body and both enjoy the promise of blessings because they belong to Christ Jesus. And so that's the mystery. That is the mystery. That's the mystery of when a man and a woman become one. Right? There, that's a mystery that Paul even speaks of. There's this unique dynamic that happens when it you become, we become one. It means we become
0: very close <laughs> like this.
1: <laughs> and you become one. And it's like you, you look at, and Jesus says that you all would be one like, like my father and I are one. And I started imagining in my heart, like I was imagining, okay, so ima- I was imagining the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit all grafted in mm-hmm. to the same rootstock. Right, they're all three of them are grafted into the rootstock, and so I was asking, thinking, so what is the source that comes through that that gives life to everything, to to God, the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit? It's love. It's love because the Scripture says that God is love. It's not that He has love, but He is love. The very essence of love is Him, and so I think that's a beautiful picture. And it I makes was in my think of that song. What's that?
0: Love, 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 love. Christians, we is our call. Love one another as yourself. For God wow. is love. That's an old song. Yeah, yeah, that's a beautiful song. It came to me when you were saying that. That's
1: beautiful. And so um, so I just want to encourage you, you know, get grafted in if you're not. Amen. All it takes is just Amen. believing that, that everything has been taken care you. of. There's a, There's a place for you. And yeah, 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 yeah. that, that mm-hmm. stem has been wounded for our transgression. Has mm-hmm. All the things that needed to happen have mm-hmm. happened so that you can fit into the stem, so you can Amen. fit into this rootstock. Amen. And and then let the love of God just pour through you. Because this world is hurting right now, and it need, it's wondering what's going We're on. We're hurting. Many We're of hurting, us are hurting. A lot of us, absolutely. Yes. And so, so we need each other. We need to love each other, but we need to come together and be grafted in and recognize that we have been grafted in uh, in the Lord. And so I just want to, we just want to encourage you mm-hmm. to go out and just go be a blessing and continue to plant this garden that God has. Let, let the pruning, whatever it has to get cut off, let it be cut off. And then whatever needs to be grafted in, let it be grafted in. I was looking at a beautiful uh, picture of a rose bush and someone had grafted in numerous colors, different, different rose bushes, plants, and grafted it into one stalk and you look at it and it had red and whites and, and these yellows and these oranges and all these different variations of it. It was just this, it looked like a rainbow of color mm. and it was just one plant one rose bush that was that's putting out different, all colors. different colors Beautiful, yeah. beautiful picture.
0: Yeah that's like that bush in the isthmus. It's like when you look at it, it has all these different flowers, mm. but they're all different colors depending on the stage. My puppy wants to graft with me. Um, Depending on what the stage is or how well that particular branch was getting nutrients. So some were a faded color, some were bright, some were early in a different stage, so they hadn't yet matured. Mm -hmm. Some were very mature and they were getting ready to die, but yet they were all in the same bush. And I was like, that's kind of how life is. You know, Everybody's at a different stage Mm -hmm. and there's so many different seasons. But you know, just like Enrique said, whether it's a season for you to go out there and watch how God's pruning you and see the fruit of it, or he's calling you to stay back and to connect and to let those roots grow deep or to stay back and feel the crafting in so you have the assurance that you have that peace of mind. There's no wrong stage, but just know where the source is and know mm-hmm. that it's a love that you've looked for and longed for all your mm-hmm. life. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: that's beautiful. You know, stay connected.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, Jesus says, just abide in me. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, that's as simple as that. And, uh, you know, Jesus said to his disciples, follow me. Mm-hmm. He made it simple. Just he follow did. me. Amen. And that's all he's asking of us. Just follow him. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's times that we're going to struggle. There's times that we're going to fall. There's times that we're going to feel distant. There's times, you know, that happens. That's just part of life. Mm-hmm. But the key is that we stay connected. We stay always, you know, close to him as much as we can. And But remember that no matter how you're feeling, remember that you've been grafted in. You know? And just because of your faith, as simple as that, that is the part of us being grafted in. And so we can celebrate and we can enjoy the fruitfulness of our lives that will impact others and be a blessing to ourselves and a blessing to our families and our communities. And so I just wanna pray a blessing on mm-hmm. you guys and that you would understand and experience what God has done by grafting you into his rootstock, that you are connected to him. I'm going to pray this. Father, I just pray blessings upon all those that hear this message. And we ask, God, that you would bless them, Lord God, that they would know, Father, how you've been so meticulous, God, to just uh, to, to get that plant ready, Father, for mm-hmm. them to be grafted in. And that each one is unique and each one is a part of this incredible rootstock that you have created, Lord, called life. And we're all part of that. And so, Father, I pray blessings upon them. I pray that you would continue to help them to see the diversity of, of all the different people and all the different nations and all the ethnic groups, Lord God, that we're all part of being created in your image. And I pray, God, that you would help us understand what it means to truly be grafted in and to be able to walk by faith, to be able to walk with you. And, Lord God, that, that your spirit would dwell in us and you would be the one that would work through us and that there would be much fruit that uh, others could see Whoa. There is, there is a, a group of people or a, a land of people, Lord, that uh, are walking with you. And so, Father, I pray blessings upon them. Thank you for our time together. And we play, pray that you go before us even now in Jesus' name. Mm-hmm. Amen. Love you. We'll see you next you. week. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.